Good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Well, I've been looking forward to coming, and I feel good. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited about this. Uh, I announced, God willing, Trey Brock's going to be preaching for us tonight. Well, I appreciate that. I announced Blaine Becker going to be singing tonight, and I'm looking forward to hearing them sing. And uh, we're glad Linda's here, glad Solly's here, glad Cooper's here, glad, El uh, not Elmer, but glad that Jeremy's here. And uh, appreciate uh, Jeremy being up in the sound room. And uh, have a scripture I'd like to read. This come on my heart earlier today. And uh, this in the 46th Psalm. It's a very dear scripture to me and very, you know, very well known. Uh, Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, say law, and get this. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. And uh, it might mean a whole lot more things, but that glad place down in here, that's where that stream flows and that river runs. And I'm glad I'm saved. We got a time that we're living in is full of trouble. Uh, well, it was that way back in Job's day too. He said, man born a woman a few days full of trouble. But God's got everything in, in under control. He's in, he's in charge. And, uh, boy, I appreciate the Lord, and I appreciate being here. Uh, we want to have just a word of prayer, and then we'll turn over to these singers and let them sing, follow their heart. <clears throat> Solly, this I know is a surprise to you, but I'm going to ask you if you'd say a word of prayer to get us started. Amen. I want everybody to pray. I want to turn it over to Trey and Blaine Becky.
appreciate that singing. I'm glad that Lamb of God's worthy, and I'm glad he's my Lamb, and he took care of all my needs. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be here tonight. glad for what I can feel. I want everybody to pray, and uh, like I've said numerous times, and I feel that way again tonight, uh, I appreciate the prayers of the folks that are right here, but I feel like there are numerous people praying, and you can feel that connection, and uh, over and over again, we realize more and more the connection that we have is not dependent upon this physical building. It's that spiritual connection that we've got, that God connects us, and that's where the power is at, and I can feel the power of God now. I, I want to ask everybody to pray right out of the depths of your heart. I appreciate Trey. I'm looking forward to hearing him preach. There's some people I'm so burdened for, and I believe that God's been calling them so powerfully. I pray that God does that again tonight, and I believe he will. If you're lost and you're listening and God speaks to your heart, 
ask the Lord to save you. You can get saved at home or wherever you're at, and, but get saved. Follow the Lord. So it's my privilege to turn over to Brother Trey, pastor of Crouches Creek Missionary Baptist Church. Say it's good to be here tonight, and I'll put this mic on. I don't suspect I'll move around too much. I guess normally the reason I move around is to maybe engage somewhat with um, those that are listening, and I already went ahead and asked them. They all said they was listening tonight, so uh, I'm glad that uh, I've got a few uh, with us tonight and, and uh, feel strange to, to preach with not many here, and, and, and I've been doing that the last several weeks, and I know pastors all over the country have been doing that, and, and I wish I could just go give them all a big hug and uh, thank them for all the work that they've been doing, and and uh, good to uh, get to be home for a few days and and uh, see mom and dad and, and see the grandparents and some friends, and, and um, there's just something about home that's always special, and, and even just driving around Lima is always special, but I, I love uh, being at church and 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 I don't think about home without thinking about church and and that's just um, the way that that I feel to live my life and I, I benefit from that and we can benefit from uh, making church our life and and uh, I've heard that song before this is not my job it's my life and I, I'm glad uh, that this is more than a job and and uh, now God is a great paymaster he rewards us for for serving him and for um, doing his work and and uh, and I'm so thankful that he does he's he's got a great storehouse of blessings and and uh, I thought about the song uh, one of them that mom sang and it says when he sees me he sees the blood of the lamb and and I'm so thankful that um, when God looks on me he doesn't see all my mistakes he sees uh, who I truly am and when I got saved uh, I became part of God's family and in a way uh, you could say that I've become Christ because he's within me and, and I'm in him and not to ever that I would ever lift myself up to uh, his level but even the Bible says uh, Christ counted it not robbery to be equal with God and so the Bible tells us I believe in the book of John it says that we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ and and I want to share just a just a small story I've I've seen uh, sometimes on, on Facebook or maybe YouTube that there's videos of, of judges uh, just naturally in, in a courthouse that uh, they'll, when people come in, they try and treat them with respect. And uh, I remember this one specific, there was a, an elderly man that he'd got caught on camera running a red light. And, uh, and they had it on film and surely he knew he was guilty, but, uh, the judge found out that he had served America and, and maybe a few wars and he'd gone overseas and, and come back and was, and he actually was on his way, uh, to get help for some of the injuries he'd received in war. And when the judge found out who he was, based on who he was, he let him go. And I want to say the same judge that declared him guilty had the power to let him go. And I want to say that uh, the gospel, when it came to me, it declared me guilty. But the same gospel has the ability to set us free. And I'm thankful that uh, when God showed me I was lost, uh, he was doing that and showed me the sin that was there. Now the gospel was not sin. And Paul, he addresses that in, in the book of Romans. He said, should we say then that the law is sin? He said, God forbid. He said, the law was holy 
and just and good. He said, God wanted to help me. And sometimes, uh, maybe we'll say it this way, there's a little tough love or the truth. It hurts us from time to time. But God sees the outcome and sees the end of what we need. And he has to show us that we're guilty before we can be redeemed. And so uh, that's what I want to preach to you tonight is about uh, God's plan and how the Old Testament, and I'm going to say maybe there's some interchangeable uh, terms that you can use. A lot of times we'll say uh, the Old Testament or, or the law, or we'll say the New Testament or, or grace or the redemption plan or the grace plan. And I want to say that both of those, they work exactly together to point us to Christ. And I'm so glad that uh, the old Christ said, behold, I make all things new and, and, and let me just get comfortable for a minute and I'll try and look at the camera. It's hard when you got faces here as well, but um, uh, I believe uh, Jesus, he said himself, I came not to destroy the law and the prophets, but to fulfill. And so uh, we see in God's word that uh, he shows us where we've failed and that we didn't, uh, weren't able to uphold these things. But in the book of Jeremiah, he said, I'm going to remove the old thing. He said, and I'm going to make a new covenant with my people and write my law in their heart. And in the New Testament, it says that uh, it's no longer the oldness of the letter. And they surely, they had a great list of laws they had to follow. And I'll tell you, I, growing up, mom and dad maybe gave me a few. And it seemed I broke them more often than not. Uh, they'd have to tell me 15 times, take the dog out, clean your room, those things. And I broke those. And surely, so much more, uh, the higher law of God, I had transgressed that by my sin and by the sin that was passed down. Uh, but then the Bible says it's not the oldness of the letter, but now the newness of the Spirit. And I want to thank God for His Spirit because without it, uh, we would be dead in our trespasses and sins. But it said He became and was that Spirit that quickened us while we were dead. And so, uh, if you want to read along with us tonight, I'm going to first look in Revelation in the 11th chapter. And, and uh, if you remember, especially those from Lima, uh, just maybe two weeks ago on Easter Sunday, Grandpa read from this text, and, and I could never add to or take anything away. I just want to preach God's Word and preach uh, what God has given me. And you pray, I want to be a help and, and never a hindrance. And, and if you're at home or uh, somewhere listening to this message, and you realize you don't have uh, the same thing that the preachers of old in the Gospel uh, declares you need to have, I would beg you tonight uh, to make your preparation sure and your, elect your election and calling sure to say, I know I've been saved. I'm going home to be with Him. When my time comes, I'm ready to go. And so I want to start in verse 1 and maybe read through verse 4. And it says, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple leave out and measure it not. For it is given unto the Gentiles. Uh, in uh, the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses. And I want you to really focus on that tonight. That's where my thoughts at. It says, and they shall prophesy. And that's another point I want to look at. It says, a thousand two hundred and three score days 
clothed in sackcloth. And let me say just a thing about there's some numbers in here. And, and I believe that the, the uh, 1,203 score days or the three and a half years is representative of uh, Christ's ministry from the time he was 30 years old. And, and of age, uh, he uh, witnessed and he uh, preached and told people, he said, uh, I'll draw all men unto me. He said, uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's Matthew chapter 11. I believe uh, the greatest invitation uh, that ever was made uh, was by Christ himself. He said, come unto me. He didn't say, uh, go to the doctors or physicians. He said, I'm the one that you need. Uh, leave these other things aside and come to me. So during uh, his ministry, that, uh, that amount of time, uh, he was here for a purpose. And in verse 4 it says, these are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing uh, before the God of the earth. And, and I want to stop there in, in the reading and maybe in a moment we'll look in the book of Kings and God willing in the book of Exodus. And I just uh, want to take my time and, and maybe uh, I read verses 1 and 2 just to give a little background. And uh, John, uh, God said, begin to measure. And, and he measured those things and, and the Gentiles, their court was on the outside and uh, it was not measured. Uh, they didn't have a place uh, at the table of God or at the Jews table uh, but uh, I love what brother Paul says he says it's not of circumcision nor uncircumcision he said but by the hearing of faith he said I'm no longer uh, he said I'm a Jew outward he said but the important part is uh, I'm a Jew down on the inside he said I got saved he said I was a Jew of a Jew he said I practiced in the law in the law uh, it says that God gave it to shut uh, every mouth that no man uh, could say he was perfect uh, in all things uh, but that they had failed and, and the law was not the, uh, the problem it was man that was the problem uh, but God said I've got a solution and so in verse 3 he said I will give power unto my two witnesses and I want to talk about the number 2 and oftentimes in the Bible uh, we see the number 2 and we see uh, the Old Testament and I want to say uh, when you testify uh, you swear an oath to say uh, what I'm saying is the truth and the law back in the old days uh, it testified uh, somebody's coming uh, he's on his way uh, to help you and I uh, to relieve us uh, of sin uh, that is within us and uh, just like uh, God in the Old Testament uh, raised him up and he brought him out of Egypt uh, God wants to bring you out of sin and when the law comes and in Romans 5 and 20 it says moreover of uh, the law entered uh, that the offense might abound. I'm telling you when I heard the gospel I found out I was a sinner and sin came in and the Bible says where sin did abound a grace uh, did much more abound uh, God is stronger than the sin that binds you and holds you back and these two witnesses we see the old and we also see the new and I want to get into that and show you uh, what that's talking about. Uh, I believe both to them are pointing at Christ uh, saying He's the only one uh, able to fulfill all things. He's the one we're looking to. 
Oh, let me let me show you here in verse four. He says, "These are the two olive trees." And I remember some uh, maybe years ago. Now I begin to look at this and wonder, oh, what would the olive trees have to do with this? Oh, why would God use these? Also called them other two candlesticks. I begin to do some research about the olive tree and found out. And I remember back in biology in college, I took a class and you had to learn of the different types of plants and the different types of trees and one of them was called an angio type of plant and what that means it's a flowering plant and also it means that they've got to have something else they've got to have a second tree or a second plant to help cross pollinate and so as I began to look these things up I found when people plant olive trees to grow up the olives and harvest them they plant two side by side and one will pollinate the other and when they cross pollinate a fruit is brought forth I want to say you can't get saved without first being convicted I believe you've got to get lost before you can get saved you can't have one without the other you've got to come by the way of the grand old church and they're testifying and saying and prophesying Jesus is the way and so I begin to look I begin to find some things about the olive tree and I begin to look as they would harvest in uh, the olives. Uh, one thing uh, that I begin to look at uh, when they did that, they said as soon as they got the olive uh, off of the vine, it was time to press them. It was time uh, to go ahead and make uh, the olive oil. It was uh, important as soon as it was cut off uh, to make sure uh, it got pressed because they wanted the most pure and the most uh, true olive oil that they could get but I want you to see those two trees together when they were there I want to take you all the way back into the garden and the Bible says in the midst of the garden there there were two trees the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and also the tree of life I believe they're together they're already testifying holding up saying who Jesus was who he is who he will be I'm glad he said I'm the same yesterday uh, today uh, and forever of uh, Adam and Eve ate of uh, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil of uh, the law came and they were cast out uh, but to enter back in they had to come uh, by the way of Calvary uh, by the way of God's son and so uh, let me turn back over I want to say uh, that I believe uh, these two witnesses of uh, being the law of uh, being grace uh, they uphold the same thing they work together Oh, you can't have one without the other. And in First Kings in chapter 6, I want to look at verse 23. And I want to say, I'm thankful for those that came before me. Those that have taught me and preached to me. So many heroes I've got that I've learned and I remember so many years ago hearing Denny Hunter stand and preach on this. This scripture about the two cherubims that stood there in Solomon's temple. And he said, 
of their wings. And it describes it here. Let me read verse 23 and I'll explain it some. It says, Within the oracle, he made two cherubims or angels of olive tree, each ten cubits high. And it goes on to say, Each wing was five cubits and there was two of them. If I can make the illustration, it would stand one cherub on one side with his wing all the way to the other wall. And he would have one wing towards the middle. And then the other cherubim that was there, its wing would touch right in the middle. There was no separation there. And his wing would go all the way to the other side. I'm telling you, God spans from beginning all the way to end. He said, I'm yesterday and today and forever. I'm Alpha and Omega of the beginning and end of the first and last. I'm glad at the beginning He was the end. I'm glad when I endured unto the end of the end was Jesus and I was saved. And so I learned that the law, it met right the middle at grace. And you know what it was standing over top of? And it said the angels, uh, both with their face, uh, staring uh, at the mercy seat. And the mercy seat was the place for the blood. And you've got to remember, uh, the only way uh, for there to be remission of sin is by the blood. It's got to be applied. And when it comes, I'm telling you, we're set free from that. Uh, but those two, uh, they were made uh, of olive tree wood. And they were laid there in the workmanship. I'm telling you, both pointing right at Christ. I'll never get past preaching Him. He's been the best thing that I've ever found. But more yet, He found me. When I was lost and undone, He's the reason that I'm alive is because of Him. And so we see the olive trees and those two cherubims staring there at the mercy seat at the blood. I'm telling you, there was only one thing, one person that could fulfill of the law and give us grace and bring the Old and New Testament uh, together. Uh, they prophesied of Him and they were brought together uh, right at Calvary. And in verse 27, it says, And He set the cherubims with uh, within the inner house and they stretched forth the wings of the cherubim so that the wing of the one touched the one wall and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall and their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And I'm telling you, you've got to come under those. And when you've come under the law and God's shown you your sin uh, now he said grace is available and that's what I want to tell you about and I'll soon come to close in Exodus uh, chapter 27 as we're all reading next uh, still about the olive I want to show you just one more thing he also said these are the two candles of uh, the candlesticks uh, that uphold the light of God and so way back yonder uh, let me slow down just for a moment let me look at verse number 20 and this is of the time of Moses. And it says, And thou shalt command the children of Israel uh, that they bring thee a uh, pure olive oil uh, beaten uh, for lye to cause the lamp uh, to burn always. Uh, now I want to show you they would take these olives and they begin to beat them in the way they would harvest it. Uh, lay them in a great basin and begin to walk on them. I want to tell you that's uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, he was beaten and pressed and He uh, gave forth life and by 
by that they would take of that oil and they would put it in the lambs and it would allow the light to burn and he said of the of the priest there they'll continually give the oil that the light may burn continual and that's Jesus he's the oil of it he's the light of the world that brings us unto him under repentance he said I'm the light of the world he said but I must go and I believe at the time of his departure he said now ye are the light of the world a city set on a hill that cannot be hid of the grand old church when we when she's held up and the light is burning people are drawn unto her and unto him and so we see that the old and the new together they met right at Calvary I believe both testifying and prophesying of the same thing that Christ is the only way and I thought one last thing that God gave me those olives when they're harvested from the vine it said as soon as they were cut off it was time to press them and Jesus said way back at the beginning there was a wedding he came on the scene and it says his mother came to him and asked him to do some things to help he said woman my time has not yet come but at Calvary the night before he said my time's drawing nigh I'm going to a place you can't come with me and they said where are you going he was talking about Calvary he said I've trodden the wine press alone he said none other was worthy of my fury he said it drove me on I mean it goes on in the 63rd chapter of Isaiah and say I'll speak of God's mercy God in the Old Testament the hammer was laid down at times God is a just God he said I love my people enough to give them mercy and God's wrath was poured out on his son so you and I could go free but there at Calvary one thing that Christ said of the seven things on the cross he said my God my God why hast thou forsaken me I believe that's the moment he was cut off and God turned his back on his son and he was pressed and killed he gave his life for you and me that we could go on and have freedom and the newness of life and the newness of the spirit no longer the old way but by Christ and by his blood and at that moment cut off but I'm telling you by his own strength he went in unto the holiest of holies and said he made a sacrifice once and for all for the atonement of the world and he sat down at the right hand of the father to make intercession forever for those I'm telling you I'm glad he's still there I'm making intercession on my behalf I want to say one thing because of who I am by Christ Jesus I've been set free of the judgment that should have been on me Christ took it and the world went dark and he died but he rose again on the third and appointed morning and so today if you're lost if God's been speaking to you and you realize that you're cast out and away from God because of sin and sin is like a wedge that separates God is a God of reconciliation you can be brought back together by the blood of Christ and just as a six year old boy at this halter right here I walked up and knelt down just as poor and sinful as you could ever be but when I 
got up. I got up with Christ. I was crucified with Him. Uh, He said, now I live, but nevertheless not I, uh, but Christ that lives in me. I was crucified with Christ and I was also resurrected with Him into the newness of life. And so the two witnesses, the two olive trees uh, that stand and they need one another. I want you to see that, uh, that Christ was uh, the olive that was brought forth of those two and out of them came Christ and He was born of a virgin I'm telling you He came and Mary never known a man but He was born into this world and He came in sinless He went out with our sin and He took it and deleted it I've come to like saying it that way of the atonement of sin He abolished it as far as the east is from the west and I'm telling you today that's the salvation that's the gospel plan uh, that I believe uh, by Christ Jesus and none other. It's only by Him. And so, let me, if, if we would, maybe stay and come. We'll just get a song if that's alright. And, and I believe uh, God may be speaking to somebody. And I want to ask you if God is moving in your life, uh, go ahead and give your life to Him. Uh, turn it over to Him. And the Bible says it pleased God uh, that He should bruise Him. Uh, God poured out His punishment on His only begotten Son uh, that you and I may go free and I'm telling you when I ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil I was lost but the same gospel showed me I was lost that's how I entered back in of the same blood that grandpa got saved by mom and dad all the way back is the same blood that still atones today and so that's all I've got I'll go ahead and turn on to grandpa maybe dad's got a song but I'm telling you somebody I hope somebody today has felt a touch from the Lord may need to be saved. Amen. Well, we appreciate that. And if, if, you, if you are in a spot and God's calling you and speaking to you, it just takes just a moment, just pouring your whole heart out to God, trusting the Lord, just like Trey's been preaching tonight. Please obey the Lord. If you hear from heaven, God's calling you. Don't resist it, but come. Now's the acceptable time. Obey the Lord while they sing. obey the Lord.
Amen. You got anything else you want to say? We've uh, give Trey triple duty tonight to preaching, singing, playing the piano. I appreciate my grandson. I'm always glad to get to hear him preach, and I, I thank the Lord for him. I'm glad to be here tonight. Glad for those two witnesses. Appreciate that. Any of y'all got anything on your heart to say or sing or do or anything else? Okay. Sure, good to be here. A couple things I want to say, and, and uh, I want to say again, I appreciate the fellows take care of the sound equipment, Brother Doug and uh, Brother Jeremy, and, uh, of course, Brother Elmer helps a lot, too. And uh, sometimes even, though he doesn't live here, sometimes even Brother Brian helps. So I appreciate these men. I thank the Lord for that. And uh, I want to acknowledge some of the ladies from our church. And I hope I get this story exactly right. I, I, I'll get the gist of it anyway. Uh, there's a group that uh, is called Ohio Means Jobs uh, in Allen County. And uh, if I understand it right, uh, uh, Sister uh, Tina Scheid was making some masks, as protective masks, uh, to help people uh, not get the COVID virus. And uh, these folks reached out to her, wanted to know if she could make some masks for them and for their people. And so she was willing to do that. And uh, she reached out to some other ladies from our church. And so let me read these names. There's eight of them here. Paula Jordan, Betty Hoskins, Tina Scheid, Janine Craig, Brenda Hall, Kayla Northup, uh, Bobby Roberts, and Joyce Mason. And uh, I may have left somebody out. I hope not. Uh, but these ladies began to uh, make these masks, and if I understand right, uh, made hundreds of them and donated this to Ohio Means Jobs uh, in Allen County. And I appreciate these ladies. And so there was a nice article that I saw on Facebook where the folks from Ohio Means Jobs were acknowledging these ladies. But not only these ladies, it said masks made by Lima Missionary Baptist Church. And so, you know, we preach a lot. What we do has a message to it. And, and so these ladies, in reaching out this way, uh, they've helped a lot of people, and uh, they've been a great testimony and caused people to recognize uh, uh, the love that's in Lima Missionary Baptist Church. And so I appreciate you ladies and thank the Lord for you. Now, one other thing that I want to announce. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a revival going on, a uh, virtual revival if you want to call it that. And uh, it's going on. It's going on at 8 o'clock each night. And uh, uh, Brother uh, John Hall preached last night. Brother Israel Douglas preached the night before that. Uh, some of the preachers uh, that's preaching in this uh, some of them, I don't know their names, but if you'd like to get on uh, the Internet and find this, uh, you can find it. Uh, it's listed uh, there. It's produced uh, through Harmony Missionary Baptist Church in Dayton. Also, uh, there's a page on Facebook called Prayer Warriors, and uh, uh, that's really where it comes from. So if you're interested in that, and uh, so far it's been a blessing, and uh, uh, probably a week from Friday, Trey's supposed to preach in that. And, uh, I know... Uh, a lot of good preachers are supposed to preach, and I won't try to name all of them, but you can check it. You can get on Facebook and check it. And, uh, but in any case, let's really pray for these men. I believe this is a great work that's going on, and uh, they have all their services at 8 o'clock. So please remember that. And again, I thank the Lord for everybody here tonight. And uh, any other words from anybody? All right. I'm going to ask Cooper if he'd pray a dismissal.
God, and thankful for your people, God. We're just thankful for the love that's in our church, God, and the churches all across this country, God, knowing that we've got people of the like faith, God, that will stand for what's right.